It's time to set out on the pathway to healing and light. This is The Inner Life on Relevant Radio. If you have questions or concerns about your faith journey, if you are struggling or searching for something more, if you are in need of some spiritual direction, our Catholic priests are here to help. One heart at a time. Welcome to The Inner Life on Relevant Radio. And hi again, everyone. I'm Chuck Neff. Thank you for joining us on The Inner Life, our program about spiritual direction coming to you every weekday to help you know you're not alone on your journey of faith. I think sometimes we kind of walk through life uh, thinking we're all by ourselves. Well, we're not. And uh, this program is designed to help you know that um, you're not alone, give you a little bit of help and hope on your journey of faith. So it's good to have all of you with us today. And today, this is our Friday broadcast. Uh, We're looking ahead to our Sunday Gospel. It's the fourth Sunday of Advent already. The gospel is from Luke. It's uh, the Annunciation. It's all about Mary's fiat, her yes to be the mother of God. And um, when have you said yes to God in your life and maybe when it didn't seem to make sense? Well, we're going to talk about that today and uh, that yes, 2,000 years ago that changed the world forever. Our spiritual director today, Father Joseph Ilo, a priest in the Archdiocese of San Francisco, pastor at Star of the Sea Catholic church in the bay area and among the many ministries he has been involved with father joseph gives retreats to saint Teresa of calcutta's missionaries of charity around the world so i know we're trying to connect with father joseph Uh, do we have him yet and maybe not let me know father ilo good morning how are you doing good morning oh chuck are you there I am here, and you are there, and we are on the air. It's good to have you back today. Good. It seems that we have a bit of a uh, echo here. Okay. I'll tell you what. Uh, Jim Shaper sitting in the producer's seat today. Jim, can you try and take care of that? And uh, let me just talk a little bit about saying yes. And uh, let's see if we can make that work. And uh, we're going to open up our phone lines uh, during the program as we do every day, 888-914-9149, if you'd like to join us on the program. And, of course, our inner uh, inner life email address, innerlife@relevantradio.com, is another way to connect with us. But um, I'm going to ask you and our listening audience uh, that time in your life when you said yes. Uh, we'd love to hear the story. And let me just take you a mo- moment back into my broadcasting career. Uh, when I um, when I said yes, and maybe that'll be a little bit of a catalyst for you to tell us about your story, when you said yes and it didn't make a lot of sense. I've got a lot of stories about that, but I just think back, um, I know f- if for your regular listeners, you, you probably know this story, but I had a career in television. I was a TV news guy, reporter, sometimes anchor guy, and a pretty successful career in, in television, was a convert to the faith, and then quite honestly started having some fairly significant uh, kinds of prayer experiences that said to me that, you know what, there's more to do with your gifts and talents than stand in front of a t- television camera five or six nights a week trying to entertain people and share the news with them. And after a lot of uh, pr- prayer between um, <laughs> with my wife, Judy, uh, certainly our friends praying uh, about that, it became pretty clear that I needed to say yes to something else uh 
as a career. And so with uh, no other job, uh, four small children, uh, we agreed that uh, it was time to step away from from uh, from television and say yes to whatever God might have in mind. And so it was really um, a, a, an element of trust, a deep prayer, uh, trusting that God was saying, follow me, there's more to do, and just say yes, and, uh, and hang on and see where this is going to take you. So that's what we ended up doing, and... Um, and uh, saying yes, and I never could have predicted that uh, some oh, a lot of years later that I'd be sitting in front of a in front of a radio microphone on a Catholic radio network doing what we do every day as part of this uh, growing uh, Catholic network. So it all goes back to um, that, those prayer experiences, uh, like we're going to hear from Mary, just uh, her saying yes, and uh, I know in my life being able to say yes to what God had in mind for me. So. It's been a journey. It's been an adventure. I don't want to pretend that it was easy. It was not. And uh, we'll talk about that today with Father Joseph Ilo about Mary's yes. And, um, and it was not easy for her or Joseph as well. Father Joseph Ilo, our spiritual director. And um, Jim, do we have him back yet? Maybe not. So let's... Uh, so let me just uh, kind of uh, keep telling you stories about saying yes to God. And let me open up the phone lines. Um, we're not sure if we're going to get Father Joseph Ilo, and so I've got about uh, 50 minutes till we celebrate Mass. So if you want to call in with your story, when you said yes uh, to Mary or to the, to the Lord, uh, that would be uh, – be, I'd love to hear the story. And again, toll-free phone number 888-914-9149. Father Joseph Ilo, are you with us now? Yes. Can you hear me, Chuck? We can hear you. Is the echo gone? The echo is gone. It's all good. Okay, good. And uh, to all of you in our listening audience, this is what live radio is all about. Things don't always go the way we hope they would go. And uh, this is one of those days, so we're just going to move on here. So, uh, Father Joseph, let me say welcome. It's great to have you back. Are you doing what? To, uh, give us an update on COVID, uh, the COVID situation out in San Francisco. Well, there's a spike here like everywhere else. I think it's a bit less because we have, who knows why, but there's certain, well, this warmer weather here. And so we're all doing well. And uh, But we are having masses outside. And God has blessed us with uh, fair weather, more or less, without rain. So nice. everybody's excited for Christmas and just holding, holding down and waiting to... Um, manage the pandemic as best they can. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're going to talk about the Sunday Gospel today. This is our Friday broadcast. That's what we like to do. And we know a lot of you in our listening audience really look forward to to uh, these uh, programs. Uh, and the intent is just to kind of give you a heads up so when you go celebrate Mass um, this uh, weekend, you know what's uh, coming your way. So, Father Joseph Ilo, just get us started here and give us an overview. It's the Gospel of Luke. And uh, tell us what's uh, what's going on. Well, first of all, this is the first mystery of the entire rosary, the Annunciation, which is not only the first of the joyful mysteries, but also the first moment when eternity steps into time, the very dawn of our salvation, when the human and divine wills perfectly aligned for the first time in human history. And the really, I, I would say this is where our redemption began and 
in a sense, was even made perfect and complete. In one sense, everything's a footnote to this encounter between the human person and her creator. And it all happened within the person of Mary, this, this girl of Nazareth. And so it's not only a beautiful story, but it's, it's our life breath. And, and we can uh, not only admire Our Lady, but imitate her and ask her to intercede so that we can say yes to the Lord in every circumstance. As you've been saying, I think you said before I, w I could hear you, but I couldn't speak to you when we were having those technical difficulties. And you said, when is a time in your life when you had said yes to Our Lady? I mean, yes to Jesus. I mean, yes to God. But it's all of the above because we are all one body in Christ and God because Our Lady did say yes. And her body became his body. His body became her body. We're all one now in the uh, that fiat of Our Lady. So that's what the reading is really about, that one word of Mary, which is yes, fiat, let it be done to me according to thy word. It's one word in Latin, right? Fiat, yeah. let it be done. Well, so I'm going to ask you, of, yeah, I'm, I'm going to ask you to share this gospel with us. But before we get into that, can you talk a little bit about Mary being troubled and just uh, reading the gospel, which you're going to share with us here in just a moment. It, the scripture says she was greatly troubled at what was said. And um, can you talk a little bit about uh, Our Lady being troubled in the moment? Yes, because apparently she had the doctors of the fathers and doctors of the church they posit that our lady had made a vow of virginity even though she was betrothed to joseph and the evidence for that is number one that she's greatly troubled because she didn't expect to have a baby she expected to be betrothed to be married to joseph but not to have relations with him and therefore not conceive a child so why would she be troubled? And, and further down, the second evidence is where she says, how can this be since I do not know a man? The obvious answer is, well, you'll, you'll marry Joseph, you'll have normal marital relations with him, and you will conceive a baby in the normal, natural way. But she hadn't been planning on doing that, apparently. And so, uh, first of all, one is troubled, one is surprised when an angel appears in your room. But also this change of plans, this marvelous wonder that was coming upon her. And she asked the angel for further uh, explanation. And he, Gabriel gives it to her. Uh, a drink of water, and I'm going to ask you to share this gospel with us. But if you're just joining us, Father Joseph Hilo is our spiritual director. We are talking today about the Annunciation. It's the uh, gospel reading from um, for this Sunday, the fourth Sunday of Advent. Gosh, uh, the fourth Sunday of Advent already. But uh, if you'd like to join us, it's a toll-free phone number, 888-914-9149. You can email us as well, life at relevantradio.com. But in the Annunciation, 
Annunciation's uh, Mary's fiat, her yes to be the mother of God. When have you said yes to God's plan in your life? And maybe, just maybe, when it didn't seem to make a lot of sense. Toll free again if you'd like to join us, 888-914-9149. So, uh, Father Joseph, can we ask you to share this um, Sunday gospel uh, with our with our listeners today? Certainly. So this is the reading from today's, uh, this Sunday's Gospel, Luke chapter 1, verses 26 through 38. The angel Gabriel was sent from God to a town of Galilee called Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man named Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And coming to her, he said, Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at what was said, and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give him the throne of David his father, and he will rule over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. But Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I have no relations with a man? And the angel said to her in reply, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age. And this is the sixth month for her who was called barren, for nothing will be impossible for God. Mary said, Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. May it be done to me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. Father Joseph Ilo, our spiritual director of the Sunday Gospel, the fourth Sunday of Advent, as you just shared that with us, Father Joseph, what, uh, what jumps out at you the most? What speaks to your heart the most right now? As you said, before she is troubled and she's also surprised a bit later in the reading and she asks the angel how can this be and the angel i think the angels are very important in scripture and I, we've lost a sense of their agency their help and assistance over the last say 40 or 50 years and i think we're regaining that and this is the encounter of Our Lady with God, but through the angel. So I think one of the things that we need to pay particular attention to in our day is the, the work of this angel Gabriel, an archangel who was sent from God as the intermediary, as the messenger. And had he not come... Our Lady perhaps would not have been able to understand, make sense of things, but it's this tender and yet brilliant agency of the angel Gabriel. And so one thing to take away from the Annunciation story is perhaps that we need to pay attention, be attentive to our own angels, our guardian angels, and the archangels and all the other choirs of angels that are working to bring about the will of God on earth. 
Perhaps angels are speaking to us and we're not hearing them. Our Lady was most likely at prayer when the angel approached her. And so she was sensitive to the angel's message. We can we, be more sensitive yeah. to the angel's message if, if, we, if we spend time in prayer as well, to always be ready for that. We are talking today about the Annunciation, Mary's fiat, uh, her yes to be the mother of God. So when have you said yes to God's plan in your life and maybe when it didn't seem to make much sense? Father Joseph Ilo is our spiritual director. If you would like to join us, toll-free phone number 888-914-9149. Stay with us. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Inner Life on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. If you're looking for a little help on your journey of faith, our priests are here for you. Call now, 1-888-914-9149. That's 1-888-914-9149. Or email us, relevantradio.com. This is The Inner Life on Relevant Radio. Hi, and welcome back. Thanks for joining us on The Inner Life. I'm Chuck Neff. Uh, Jim Shaper sitting in the producer's seat today. Jake Moore answering your phone calls. And Father Joseph Hilo is our spiritual director. Father Joseph, one of our regular contributors, a priest in the Archdiocese of San Francisco, pastor at Star of the Sea Catholic Church in the Bay Area. This is our Friday broadcast, taking a look ahead to the Sunday Gospel reading. It's uh, the fourth Sunday of Advent, uh, Christmas just a week away from today. And it's all about the Annunciation, Mary's Fiat. And uh, when have you said yes to God in your life? And maybe when it didn't seem to make much sense, maybe when you were afraid. And um, we'd love to hear the story. And if you'd like to join us, toll-free phone number 888-914-9149. You can email us as well, life at relevantradio.com. And uh, just a reminder, if you're joining us uh, late, uh, don't forget you can hear the, our podcast of the entire program. Just go to the website, relevantradio.com, the Inner Life page, and then you can download today's program, uh, really any of our programs. They're all up. The show is uh, generally available within about uh, 30 to 60 minutes after we uh, sign off on the Inner Life. And if the program has given you any help, any hope, share it with your friends. Tell them about it. They may need to hear what we're saying here today on The Inner Life. Father Joseph Ilo, our spiritual director, and before we get to some phone calls for you, Father Joseph, talking about saying yes, tell us about your yes to the priesthood. Uh, what was uh, what was that like for you? And uh, I'm going to presume uh, there was a bit of discernment uh, when all of that was going on. There always is, and the uh, call to the priesthood, I firmly believe that we are called to our vocations from the moment of conception. As we know, Our Lady was herself by being immaculately conceived, so all of us have that mission from God from the very beginning of our existence. But it reveals itself gradually, and uh, we have to dispose ourselves to it. So my own call to the priesthood developed over the years um, I was uh, helped my mother a lot in, in feeding the, the um, poor and the shut-ins when I was a boy, and a lot of them said, "Oh, your boy should." Be and I thought, "No, no, no! I like girls, and I want to have lots of kids. A big family. I want to be an English teacher." But 
My mother said, I want you to go on a retreat. And that's where I had to say yes or no. She said, I was graduating from high school and there was this 30 day retreat in Los Angeles based on Our Lady. Of course, Jesus, there was perpetual adoration and lots of catechesis, but we prayed the rosary three times a day and it was getting to know Our Lady better to be able to get to know Jesus better. And I said yes to my mother. I'll go on this retreat if you really want me to. I just graduated uh, from high school. So between high school and college. And so I did that and it opened my eyes to the treasures of the Catholic Church, to the motherhood of Mary as my mother as well. And then the second stage of my call was revealed to me when I got a job after college in San Francisco and uh, the community I was with prayed a lot. We would pray morning and evening prayer, daily mass, We'd go on pilgrimages. It was quite a tight little community. And I asked myself at one point as a 21-year-old male in San Francisco with some money in my pocket, am I praying too much? I remember sitting in the chapel of the Carmelite Monastery, I asked myself, can I pray too much? Am I, am I supposed to do something else? And the answer was, I want you to pray this much. You, you Joseph Ilo, cannot pray too much, meaning you're supposed to be consecrated. You're supposed to be a priest. Mm. And so for the second time, I said, okay, I, I will pray as much as I am inspired to pray and as much as I love to pray. And it was that prayer life that led me finally into the seminary. And 30 years later, I'm talking to you now on this relevant radio broadcast. So it all comes down really, I think, to saying yes to God in prayer in the silence of our hearts. Mother Teresa told the story of a young man who came to her asking whether he should be a priest. And she said, I don't know, but I want you to make three hours of prayer a day before the Blessed Sacrament until you get the answer to your question. And so he did that and it took him nine months of three holy hours a day, but he, he got his answer. And the answer was you should be a priest because you're still praying in front of the Blessed Sacrament and you love it. And, and so it's in prayer that you get your answers. And I think mm. that's of course not just true for priests, but for every person. That's why I really think Our Lady was at prayer when the angel came to her with her vocation to be the mother of the Messiah. Yeah. Father Joseph Ilo, That's our spiritual... That's my story, Chuck, and I'm sticking with it. <laughs> there you go. Thanks for sharing it with us. I've got a follow-up, and then we'll get into some phone calls. But Father Joseph Ilo, our spiritual director, if you're just joining us, talking about saying yes to God today. But, you know, as you're telling your story, and I'm reminded, too, even of my own, but we look at uh, the Annunciation, and we know about Mary's yes then. But when we are following the Lord, is our life just a series of yeses? It's, it's one yes after another because, as St. John says, grace builds upon grace. Grace follows upon grace. Every time we say yes to the perfect will of God, it's a grace for us. And those build on each other. And there's a ladder that leads us to heaven. Now, every time we say no to the Lord, that's called sin, we drop one rung on that ladder and we have to climb back up again. So the best thing is not ever to deny the Lord. 
Mother Teresa herself made this vow when she was a young nun, which was never to deny the Lord anything under pain of mortal sin. So even a, the smallest thing he asked of her, she vowed that if she refused to smile at a sister or wash the dishes or do anything that he asked of her at that moment, she would consider it a mortal sin. So much did she want to never say no to the will of God in every moment. Yeah. Father Joseph, uh, let's take some phone calls. Uh, thanks for waiting, everybody. Let's start with Jose listening in Wisconsin. Hello, and uh, welcome to the program today. Hello, Mr. Ness. Uh, hello, Father Joseph. Uh, thank you for your show, Mr. Ness. Um, I had been contemplating uh, for years back now uh, entering the, the, the Franciscan Friars, and I thought it was all going to be uh, very grand and um, very elegant, and in no way or form that I think it ever end up uh, the way I'm a, I am a secular Franciscan, as um, I was. Um, I received my vocation during the during this pandemic, actually, and. Um, the whole time, the years past that I contemplated it, um, I thought it'd be grand. And actually, uh, when it came time to decide, when it came time to um, discern, I did start feeling doubts. I, I did start um, questioning myself. Am I really going to do this? Am I really going to, is this really for me? And and I just said yes. And I'm not sure not. Even questioning myself during the whole process, I, I said yes, and um, it, things were still a little uncertain as far as um, you know, where's my vocation? Where's my place with God? And um, a little bit, uh, things are building up, you know, little little thanks be to God, and um, uh, little by little, I've asked the Lord to. Uh, authenticate my vocation, authenticate my prayer, authenticate uh, authenticate everything I do for him. And, and that, that word authenticate, uh, I give credit to a, a good priest here at uh, St. Peter's Parish in South Beloit. I don't want to take that word from him, but I learned that very good word from a, uh, a good priest that, that uh, I'm familiar with. But um, as far as the yes, saying yes to God and being uncertain about a vocation, um, does that impede any in any way my vocation? Does that have any? Is that like a way of like holding back from God? So, so Jose, thank you for calling in. And is your question that you're wondering if you should be a full Franciscan, or is is being a third order Franciscan enough? Is is that your question? Yeah. Yes. Um, I, I thought in my in my mind's eye, I thought I would be a, a, a Franciscan with a habit on, with you know, praying hours a day. And it turned out that it, it wasn't for me. It was it wasn't the, the the door that God had opened for me. It was the door that opened for me was uh, to be a secular Franciscan. Um, but uh, in saying 
yes to that vocation, even with doubts, is that in any way impeding my vocation? Is that in any way making it less? No, I, I mean, I don't know your whole story, of course, and it's important to uh, work with your local priest, your spiritual director, but as a matter of principle, the vocation to be a tertiary can be more sanctifying than to be a full friar, depending on how you approach it. That Well, if God wants you to be a tertiary rather than a first order, and you forced the issue to become a first order, that would be disobeying God. That would be a sin. And so the key is to discern what God wants and give him what he wants. Give what he asks and and take what he gives with a big smile. Saint uh, Francis himself was never a priest. He was a deacon, as you might know. And maybe he wanted to be a priest, but God didn't want him to be a priest. And so with joy, he does only in all that God asks of him. So be at peace and don't doubt that if God, through your superiors and through your own inner dispositions is calling you to a third order rather than the first order, then that's your way of perfection. That's your ladder to heaven. Hmm. Does that make sense, Jose? Makes makes a lot of sense. And I also have a just a quick follow-up question. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Thank you. Um, as far as um, in the workplace when in certain situations when uh, I find myself with individuals who will slander God's name um, and I don't respond back, I don't defend God, I don't um, I don't bless his name. And am I in any way sinning or the other way would, the other part of the question would be how can I respond? that individual lovingly uh, without offending him, without offending the person? Yeah, that, that's a good question, too. It takes a lot of prudence, a lot of wisdom on how to respond to blasphemy or other kinds of um, sin in the workplace. Um, so, you, you first of all, pray for prudence. Pray to the Holy Spirit that he show you the best way to bring souls to peace and uh, joy within God's plan for them. Not all the time can you correct people, it's, especially in public, but even privately, if people won't take it, they, then, then there's no use forcing the issue. But in terms of blasphemy, what I do is pray the divine praises, you know, blessed be God, blessed be his holy name, that we pray during benediction in reparation for the blasphemies that are so commonly uttered today. Or just a simple prayer, blessed be your holy name, O God. So they maybe unthinkingly blaspheme his name, we will make reparation by blessing his name. For every blasphemy, we will make a blessing to God. That's one way to approach that. Yeah, Jose, good question. And I know for me, uh, of course, after a while, uh, in the workplace, uh, people knew who I was and what was important to me, and they kind of changed their um, their um, 
uh, language, shall we say that. Here's what I do, though, and I don't know if it's right or not, but I don't focus so much on God. I focus on what's going on in me. So I become very comfortable to be able to say, you know, when you talk that way, it really offends me. I'd appreciate if you wouldn't do that anymore. And so you put it on the table, and uh, then they know where you are, and you watch what happens. They will watch how they speak around you. So that's just what I tend to do. Yeah, I think that I've heard that that works, Chuck, pretty well in most workplaces, that people still respect your own sensibilities. Yeah, and they and they may not respect what you're saying, and that's okay. At least they know where you stand uh, on that. So, Jose, uh, thanks for calling. Appreciate you uh, taking part in the program today. Father Joseph Ilo is our spiritual director looking ahead to the Sunday Gospel. It's the Annunciation. It's Mary's fiat, her yes to God. In your journey of faith, when have you said yes to God in your life? And you know what? Maybe it just didn't seem to make a whole bunch of sense. What's your story? We'd love to hear it. If you'd like to join us, toll-free phone number 888-914-9149. Stay with us. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Inner Life on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. If you're looking for a little help on your journey of faith, our priests are here for you. Call now, 1-888-914-9149. That's 1-888-914-9149. Or email us, relevantradio.com. This is The Inner Life on Relevant Radio. Father Joseph Ilo, our spiritual director. Father Joseph, uh, pastor... At Star of the Sea uh, Catholic Church, that in the Archdiocese of San Francisco, this is our Friday broadcast looking ahead to the fourth Sunday of Advent. It's the Gospel of Luke. It's the Annunciation, Mary's yes to God, and uh, a little bit of time left if you'd like to join us. What's your story? When uh, have you said yes uh, to the Lord and his plan in your life? And again, maybe when you were afraid, maybe when it didn't seem to make a lot of sense. But if you'd like to join us, again, toll-free phone number 888 914 Nine one four nine. Just a reminder: uh, this is the year of Saint Joseph, and to help you fully experience the year of Saint Joseph, we are offering you all kinds of resources to help you grow in your devotion to uh, this great saint. All you have to do is go to the website relevantradio.com or the Relevant Radio app and click on the banner "Experience the Year of Saint Joseph." That will register you, and when you do that, we will send you a free booklet for the year of Saint Joseph, and that includes the Seven Sorrows and Seven Joys of St. Joseph, as well as the Holy Father's Prayer to St. Joseph. You will also receive a monthly spiritual reflection on St. Joseph from Father Rocky and other relevant radio voices throughout the year. Again, all you have to do to sign up is just click on the banner at relevantradio.com or on the Relevant Radio app. So, Father Joseph, before we uh, get back to a phone call or two for you, I was so taken with um, uh, one of the lines in the in the gospel. Gabriel says to Mary, do not be afraid, Mary. And I wonder sometimes in our efforts, our prayer life, and wanting to say yes, wanting to do what God wants us to do, to do, do our fears get in the way? And maybe, in fact, then we say no. I'm glad you brought up the fear factor, Chuck, because it's throughout the Bible and all the lives of the saints. At first, we are afraid, and 
Joseph himself. You mentioned, I'm so glad that the Pope made this year a year of St. Joseph. But he also was afraid. The angel said to him, do not be afraid, Joseph, to take Mary into your home. So encountering the awesome infinitude of God, we are afraid at first. But the angel is there to help us get over our fear and trust. In the end, it's trust that is required, not fear. And we can learn to trust. We can learn by reading the Bible and seeing that God keeps his promises. Looking back on our own life and see, well, when I trusted God that time, he pulled me through. Even though it seemed that a disaster was coming towards me, somehow he pulled me through and I'm better now than I was before. The, the saints also, the lives of the saints who took these great risks by trusting God. That's what Our Lady did. She took this, she overcame her fear to take this risk that I will have a baby. I hadn't planned on having a baby. Certainly I didn't plan on having the Son of God in my womb, the Messiah, but yes, I am not afraid. So it's a matter of overcoming our fears with the help of God. And we do that most of all by praying, by getting very silent and quiet with God so that he can help us overcome our fears. Yeah. Father Joseph Hilo, our spiritual director, let's uh, take a phone call. Mary Lou, uh, listening in Plainfield, Illinois, thank you for waiting and welcome to the program today. Blessings to you. Um, I have an experience to share that it's a little bit difficult because I don't want to be judged, but it, it happened. Um, I was going through um, a very, very painful, abusive marriage from 13 years, and um, I finally decided to file a divorce because it was really affecting my children. And one night, I was in deep prayer in a dark room, and I was praying with all my heart to our Lord Jesus and to Our Lady of Guadalupe. I mean... It was an intense prayer. And Father, I was not dreaming. Um, this really happened when in my left ear, I felt this warmth, like such a calming warmth. And then I started seeing, I had my eyes closed, but I started seeing this fog that then brightened. And I heard a beautiful voice that said, my little child, Look ahead, do not look back, you will find peace and happiness. Then I started crying, crying and crying, and I said, My mother, please help him, he needs you. And the tone of her voice changed, and she said, He will be fine. She then said, My little child, look ahead, do not look back, you will find peace and happiness. And then that warmth, you know, just came out of my ear and the light went away. I cried and cried with all my heart. And that day, I became a new person. I became strong in my, stronger in my faith. Um, I, I understood that to be, you know, give, give your husband another chance. Things will change. Unfortunately, they didn't. But it just transformed me. And that's my story. Hmm. 
Thank you, Mary Lou. I think the hardest human experience is to see your marriage disintegrating. You had put all your hopes and dreams in this person, this family, and in the the, the uh, home you would build together. And I've I've seen I've been with many people as they see that happening to their marriages. So that's probably the scariest thing. The looking right into the void and to have your angel speak to you like that, to have, or, or whoever it was, our lady or both. Now we have to know that each of us has a guardian angel. We don't often think about this. And these guardian angels, their whole focus is to help us get to heaven, to help us get through the difficulties of this life, to help us reach perfect, uh, surrendered to the will of God by, by loving trust. So I don't doubt that you heard this. And it was the voice of someone from heaven, probably your guardian angel. What changed? You changed. As you say, your husband didn't seem able to come up to the mark there in terms of building the marriage, but but you got the strength you needed and the confident trust in God's holy will. You became a person of peace and trust. So God be praised that you were listening in prayer when that happened. If you hadn't been giving yourself to prayer, you may not have heard that voice. It may have been speaking, but you wouldn't have heard it. That's why daily prayer is essential to the Christian life. Mary Lou, God bless you. Uh, thanks uh, for joining us on the program. A pleasure to have you with us today. Father Joseph Hilo, our spiritual director, the Annunciation saying yes. Uh, that's the Sunday Gospel from the Gospel of Luke. And I wanted to, to mention, too, I, I, we talk about it, at least I do, <laughs> on the program a lot. We look at the, the Blessed Mother and, um, you know, the Mother of God, Father Joseph. And you would think, as the Mother of God, that her life would have been easy. It wasn't. And the point that I like to make is um, when we look at our own uh, life uh, of prayer, our own life of faith, that uh, it's, it's not easy for us to say yes, is it? It's not. It's not easy to pray. Mother Teresa said, it is not easy to pray if you do not know how. But prayer enlarges the heart so that it is capable of fitting God fitting God's will. Our hearts are small and they it, it is hard to, to squeeze in the will of God into our small hearts. But prayer enlarges them. It gives us greater horizons and bigger imaginations. So we can who would have imagined that this girl would be the mother of God or the mother of the Messiah? But her her quiet acceptance, her quiet uh, presence in God's presence allowed her then to even conceive of that idea, to, to accept that vocation from God. But it was not easy. I mean, she had a lot of difficulties all through her life, as anybody will, but she was made strong by the grace of yeah. uh, her vocation. Yeah. 
Yeah, and Father Joseph, in your work with Mother Teresa, the Missionaries of Charity, we talk about saying yes. What did Mother Teresa, what does Mother Teresa teach us today about saying yes? She instructs her sisters in three charisms of their order. So to be a missionary of charity, she says, requires us to have loving trust in God, loving trust. Second, total surrender. And third, cheerfulness. And they build on each other. So we start being a saint by making an act of loving trust. I will trust you. You love me. I love you. I will, I will trust that everything will be well if we, you and I, God, continue. So loving trust, total surrender, that's that act of, okay, whatever you want, to give what you ask and take what you give with a big smile. And then the cheerfulness, the big smile is the third thing. To be joyful and cheerful is the proof that we have surrendered to God. If we are negative, grumbling, glum, there's, there's a problem somewhere. We have to go back and troubleshoot it. Where have I not been giving God my total surrender and making my act of loving trust in him? So I, those three things, I think if you keep those on a little index card on your computer, it reminds me in all the particularities of my daily life, am I trusting God? Am I surrendering to him? Am I expressing that joy, that cheerfulness? The Joseph Ilo, our spiritual director, talking about the Sunday gospel. And I, I just wonder sometimes that when we talk about saying yes, uh, the importance of of uh, having somebody else um, with you to help you discern. I know I look to my wife, Judy, a lot, and uh, she's uh, she's very helpful. She will tell me at times that doesn't sound like you, Chuck. <laughs> okay, uh, let's uh, pray some more about that. But but the importance of, uh, of having that friend or husband or wife or somebody to, to walk with you on the journey. I, I have three or four really good priest friends that I've been friends with for 30 years. Just yesterday, we were on a day off hiking and talking about, you know, the pandemic and how we deliver the sacraments in a time like this and also laughing and praying together. Without those friends, I wouldn't be a priest today. They correct me. They encourage me and same me with them. So we all need some confidant, some Christian friend. A spiritual director also is very important. Yeah. Our seminary professor said, he who has a himself for his spiritual director has a fool for a spiritual director. So, yes, <laughs> we need good friends. Yeah, Father Joseph Ilo, our spiritual director, time to wrap things up. And Father, we have about 10 seconds for a final blessing for all of our listeners today. May the blessing of Almighty God through the intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary come upon all of us in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Father Joseph, God bless you. Thanks for joining us today. Happy Advent. Merry Christmas. We'll see you next time on The Inner Life. Stay tuned. We're celebrating Mass at the top of the hour. And don't forget 1230 Central, The Faith Explained with Kale Clark. Have a great weekend. We're back on Monday and we hope to see you then.